This is The Antidote with Dave Hawkins, where Christian music doesn't suck.
This is Dave Hawkins with The Antidote. That song may be called Rest, but I don't think you'd get any of that at a Wolves from the Gate show. If you've ever been to a music festival, you'll also know what I'm talking about when I say I wasn't able to get much sleep while I was at the Audio Feed Festival over the past holiday weekend. You know, there's always so many bands to hear and so many people to talk to. But during Audio Feed, I was able to meet with a dozen artists for a talk about their music. And three of those interviews are on tonight's playlist, from Death Therapy, a musical newcomer, Mylon Sheath, and While Heroes Sleep. And all of these are from bands who fit into the hard music genres. Next up is coming from a band who has a series of Canadian dates this month, Icon from Church Tongue. My name is Josh Goggin with 68. You're listening to The Antidote with Dave Hawkins.
two-piece bands, especially ones like 68, who we just heard from. Another band who's in the process of putting out some really interesting music is the sometimes one-piece, sometimes two-piece death therapy. Listen into our talk. Jason Wisdom, that may, may be really familiar from Becoming the Archetype, but now it's something altogether new, death therapy. Jason, good to have you. Thank you. Good to be here. 
Gotta talk about going to a two-piece. Here you originated as a full band, you know, right. with Becoming the Archetype those days. How's the dynamic change? Well, yeah, with Becoming the Archetype, we actually started, um, we started with more than the normal amount of members. We had three guitar players in Becoming the Archetype when we started for on Terminate Damnation. So Death Therapy having zero guitar players is a, a, a pretty huge transition. So it's just bass and drums and vocals. So it, the, it's a big change, but it's, um, it's been rewarding because it's a challenge and I enjoy doing that. But it's also been difficult as a challenge. Like, you know, two days ago when we played and my gear stopped working, you know, with Becoming the Archetype, I could have just sat my bass down and done all the vocals and we could have kept playing. <laughs> but in this case, it was like, nope, it's just, if I'm not playing, then we're not playing. So, very different. Death therapy, that's unusual, what you're doing. You've got to admit, you've got this really dark groove beat in behind what you're doing with the bass and the drums that's a bit of an oddity well yeah i mean i don't think it's uh, i don't think it's you know there's nothing new under the sun it's not like no one's ever done it before um you know like nine inch nails or um rob zombie that kind of thing are things i've heard but um most of those bands still have a guitar player you know that what we're doing is a little more stripped down so yeah but um, it's one of those things where um we've just tried to kind of let the creative process go wherever we wanted to go with becoming the archetype we were really formulaic we were really like technical about everything we planned out um with this it's just kind of i've just been trying to kind of sit and see what comes out of my brain and whatever happens happens so how would you personally this obviously it's a change again is it a struggle starting back from square one? Oh, absolutely it's a struggle i mean so so becoming the archetype is a name that at a festival like Audio Feed, a decent amount of people are familiar with that name. I've seen a good bit of Becoming the Archetype shirts around, which is surprising and encouraging. But outside of Audio Feed bubble, I mean, Becoming the Archetype's still not really a name very many people know. It's not like I was in Disturbed or, you know, Marilyn Manson or something, and then I left, and now I'm doing my new project. It's I was in a band that some people knew in the underground sort of independent heavy metal scene and then so starting over is very difficult because number one it's different so people are like okay well we don't know what this is and we don't know um, what to expect from it and then number two it's different just because it's been six years since I was in Becoming the Archetype or five years um, and it's really been more than that since we were touring regularly so uh, you know the sort of the peak years I guess of Becoming the Archetype when I was with the band were like 2005 to 2008 um, so now we're you know we're eight years removed from that or or more. So um, that's there's been plenty of time for a whole new generation of bands to come, establish themselves, put out multiple records, and then for a whole new crowd to come up and have no idea who becoming the archetype is. So at a festival like this, even though there's a few people like the sound guy who's running sound at the booth over here, we used to play at his venue years ago, um, and he's he you know he just gave me a big hug. He's like, oh, I'm so glad to see you. But, you know, the, the crowds in general have been kind of like, what? Who are you? You know, who is this? So, yeah, it's, it's difficult, to say the least. But it's a challenge, and it, it's not like I want anything just handed to me. Like, oh, well, you know, you used to be in a band. Well, I guess you've already paid your dues and stuff, because it just is what it is. I mean, we, we got signed out of an impromptu performance at a Cornerstone um, in 2004 with Becoming the Archetype. So here I am, you know, coming full circle back and playing something like this, and and I'm excited to have the opportunity to sort of, again, play and let people hear it and see what they think. So, You knew this topic was going to come up, the name of the band, because, of course, right. 
what about Bob? You see Bill Murray, you know, wearing that vest with, what was it, black powder around him? Yeah, dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the association? Yeah, the name, I mean, that's the immediate meaning of of the name is is no more than that. I basically, I love that movie, What About Bob, with Bill Murray, Richard Dreyfuss. I think it's it's one of his best. It's brilliant. uh, One of his best movies. And I, I guess about two years ago, I was watching it again and... When he got to that scene and he, you know, he talks about what is this, some kind of death therapy, um, I thought, you know, there really needs to be a heavy metal band named Death Therapy. So I did a little bit of Googling around to look and see if there was one, and there wasn't one. There is there is a band who did an album called Death Therapy, a Canadian rock band, I think. But that's all I could find. I thought, hey, that's an open door, so that's what this is going to be called. Um, but then there's, um, you know, there's a, there's a deeper meaning. Um for me, in, you know, in, in what it means to die to yourself, um, in the Christian, you know, the Christian belief system, dying to myself is is what the daily walk is all about. And um, and then also I've had people come up to me and say, well, I, you know, they took that to mean maybe um, you know the death of Christ being applied, you know, sort of the imputation. And you said, yeah, I'll and take said, that I too. Said, yeah, that's all of those things, you know. Um, so, but. You know, to be frank, it came from, hey, I think that would be a cool name for a heavy metal band watching a funny Bill Murray movie. Which, again, you know, there's a whole new generation now. So a lot of people, they see the neon blue t-shirt with the yellow letters, don't hassle me. I listen to Death Therapy and they don't get that joke. They don't understand Bill Murray in that movie's wearing the, you know, the big t-shirt, don't hassle me, I'm local. So it's a little bit of a challenge when the younger kids don't know what that is. When are you going to contact Bill Murray and say, hey, do you play guitar? <laughs> Yeah, well, I think that's he's probably the only one I would let join and play guitar. If, if Bill Murray's interested, he can he can join. But seriously about your music, what kind of a reaction have you been getting from people about the music of Death Therapy? Uh, so far, the reaction's pretty much always been positive. I mean, I guess people don't, in the internet age, people don't typically walk up and tell you they think you, you stink. Um, <laughs> um, maybe, people, maybe people did that a long time ago, but... The negatives I've seen online have been things like, well, this just sounds like there's no guitar, and then other people are like, well, duh, there is no guitar, and or this sounds like, you know, it's too heavy on the bass, and it's like, okay. So, for the most part, positive reactions and, and just a little bit of confusion sometimes. So Because we haven't played a lot of concerts yet. Um, we've probably played a couple dozen concerts, but... So a lot of people aren't aware of what we're doing. And right now you have an EP available. Does that mean you're actually working towards a full-length? Yes, we're recording a full-length album in next month, August. So I'm not exactly sure when it's going to be released, but recording it next month. We've been here with Jason of Death Therapy. Thanks, man. Love hearing the music. Awesome. Thank you. Lots
July from Death Therapy. And we have Bear Heights from Detter coming up soon, but first we have a band who made a really big impact at Audio Feed, October Bird of Death. They haven't actually released any music yet, but I was able to find this track. Death made its offer on YouTube, and that gives you a bit of an idea of what's going to be coming from the band. Hi, my name is Glenn. I'm Aaron. I like Long Walks on the Beach with my drummer. Before me, may you say I am a sin. 
imagine it would probably be really tough for any established artist to be able to remember the details of how their very first recording came about. This band can recall all of it because for them it's happening right now. Here's Mylon Sheath. The antidote is here with a brand new artist, Chase Myers of Mylon Sheath. Gotta talk about how we met. We're camping beside each other at the Audio Feed Music Festival. You're a totally obsessed music fanatic. Yes. What kind of music are you really into? Good music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that can cover some ground. Yeah. Um, well, as far as uh, people that are here this weekend, I was mind blown by 68 last night, and uh, Forrester was great, too. I've never heard them before, but their live show is amazing. And um, like as far as my favorite artists go, it'd probably be something around Becoming the Archetype, plus 21 Pilots, plus just any good artists you can think of. For me, music comes down to the lyrics, so it's more of a... I read the lyrics, and if I like them, then from that point you could be very mediocre as far as your actual music goes, and I'm still going to listen to you. So So they don't have to be at the same level for you. That's where you're going to make something dominant. Yeah, absolutely. Music is a lyrical game for me, and... uh, there are some times that I hear bands and the music itself is just so terrible that I can't handle listening to it because it's ear piercing. But if your lyrics are good, I'm going to try to listen to you. That's uh, one of the places where I grew up listening to so many great bands, hearing great lyrics and uh, writing lyrics is terrible for me now because I'm so brutal on myself. It's like I write lyrics and it's like, Chase, you've heard this before. This is terrible. And especially when every single topic I ever want to write about, I hear a song and somebody's written it better than me. And it's like getting to that point where you feel like you're original anymore is almost terrible. But I've always said that nothing is original. Everything is derivative from something else. Yeah. You never come up with something that's absolutely unique. It's almost been something that's influenced you, something that's brought it into creation. Okay, but talking about creation, let's talk about who and what is Mylon Sheath. Uh, me and two of my friends. I've been playing with the one since he was in sixth grade, and the other one about a year ago started playing with us. One of the kids is named Christian, and he's younger than both of us, and then the older one is Brendan, and he does the vocals. Christian and I kind of switch around a lot. For the track we did, he played bass. Brendan did vocals, and I did the guitar, the keys, and the drums. Okay, so to lay it all down, you're 15. This is the first recording. You did all the songwriting? Uh, for the melodies, yeah, pretty much any of the music, I did all of the writing. Uh, Brendan and I pretty much split the lyrical. And what do you want to focus on lyrically? What's going to be the main intent? Um, 
for the tracks we've been working on lately, it's coming down to a concept that I've been working on for a while. I'm trying to kind of morph them into, but it, it's pretty tough. But it's political thing I've been going with. Political? You're not even old enough to vote. What are you worrying about this for? It's complicated. It's a lot of, uh, like the song that I showed you, the mental cleansing, is pretty much a metaphor for political brainwashing. And um, people think, like I was talking about earlier, people think brainwashing is something that's really complex or like science fiction, but it's really not because education is considered a form of brainwashing. So simply reading a book, people persuade you and your thoughts and it's something that I think is really dangerous that we trust in things that forms of media, forms of sources that aren't legitimate, that are very corrupt, I guess this is the best way to put it. Aren't you going to be doing that as a musician yourself, though? You're trying to persuade people to your point of view, even on this song. Absolutely. I'm a hypocrite. I'm, I'm just going to lay that out there. <laughs> I'm a huge hypocrite. This is your very first full recorded track. You want to introduce it for us? Well, the track you're referring to is uh, The Mental Cleansing of Justin Lewis by Mylon Sheath. The Antidote's been speaking with Chase Myers of Mylon Sheath. Chase, thanks for taking the time. Love talking to you. This has been a lot of fun. It's interesting because I'm a terrible speaker, so I, I absolutely hate my own voice. And that's why you're the vocalist. That's why I'm not the lead vocalist, though. This is Chase of Mylon Sheath, and you're listening to The Antidote. Simple lives, they're all that we possess. Our simple thoughts, we're told are dangerous. To be oppressed, or yet to be contained. Left to die. Or rather simply maimed They'll never let you know I'm 
might be out of my mind My accusations were false My logic was full of faults I might be high on cocaine What could that possibly gain? I must be clearly insane A motionless cavalcade A spreading limitless flame Good freedom of nation If people simply die the next day And then who would be to blame? separates.
That was the Michigan hardcore of Problem of Pain, who I just found out today I've got a new album coming out really soon. You know, I think every time I've ever been to a music festival, there's been one band that just jumped out of the crowd with a really interesting sound. And that's what happened when I heard While Heroes Sleep. Enjoy our talk with band members Charlie and Russell. The antidote is here visiting with While Heroes Sleep. Just happened upon your set, was really captivated by your vocal style because you guys sort of picked the ultimate route for doing the clean and the raw vocals with having both of you there. Yeah, we uh, we have always tried to find and put together all of the influences that we've had over the years uh, and then take those things and create what we do today. And uh, that's what you heard, things we've been creating over the last four years together. Now, we really like the idea of incorporating the clean vocals as well as the screaming because, you know, you figure you got a lot of fans out there listening to it, driving down the road. They're not going to be screaming in their cars unless they're angry at the driver next to them, but they're going to be humming a melody the next day at work. You know, that's kind of what we try to hook them in with something, you know. I heard something you talking about actually playing in a marching band. How do you go from doing a marching band to doing this? Okay, so you got to go back about 18 years ago when uh, Rusty and I were in high school together. Uh, the class band in high school decided they wanted to add in uh, some, some bass guitar. And what it really turned into was me and him and a couple other guys cooped up inside of a closet while the band was practicing out in the actual practice area. We were inside of a closet playing Nirvana, Metallica, Stone Temple Pilots, stuff like that. Uh, and then we decided we wanted to actually start a band together. Uh, so our first band together was 18 years ago, called Numb was our first band. So, so you were musicians, but you came out of the closet. We, we actually set the al a fire alarm off once and I remember we were all jamming in there but it was so loud in that closet there was a little sensor and it, it started the fire alarm then the uh, custodian comes in because he still hears everything because everybody's outside and uh, he's like what are you guys doing the fire alarm went off well, I guess we set off some kind of sensor because we were pretty loud in that little room talk about your live show what's it all about so we we love to uh, just share love with people uh, let them know they're appreciated uh, let them know that realistically without them being there and listening to us, what we do really doesn't matter. Um, we can hang out in Rusty's basement and write music all day that only we hear, uh, but until we can come out and do a live show, uh, love on the people and let them hear what we do, uh, it doesn't really matter unless we can do that. So That means you're really into group hugs then too? Absolutely. <laughs> we didn't have one today, but sometimes. I'm disappointed. Everybody always liked that you know sweaty group hug after you've had a set. <laughs> What's the future? You said your last album came out 2013. What's up next? So we are in process of writing right now. Um, we have two songs completely done that we performed tonight or today. Um, we have one song that's almost done and then we have several that are currently in the works. Um, so what we're planning to do currently is go and record one of those new songs uh, and do some work with that to try to raise some funds so we can go and record our next CD. So. Okay, so this is still part-time. What's full-time? Well, I'm a construction worker. I'm actually a union laborer. Um, I guess you can call me a hod carrier. I uh, work with bricklayers, so I tend to them all day long. So backbreaking labor, and then I come and write some music. Plus, I got four kids, and I've been married for 16 years next week. So I'm married as well. I have two children, uh, and for my full-time job, I work in human resources, dealing with drama most of the time. And I never asked you guys to introduce yourselves. Let's do that. All right, so my name is Charlie Jeffers. I'm the lead vocalist in While Heroes Sleep. 
My name is Russell Hans. Uh, I play lead guitar and also do the clean vocals. And the antidote's been with the band. Guys, thanks for that awesome live set. Thanks for talking with us. This is Russell Hans from Wild Heroes Sleep, and you are listening to The Antidote.
The Sacrosanct record label has been resurrected. Their new artist, Ecclesiast, brought High Horse. Well, I guess I'm really running out of time tonight, so I need to fill you in about next week, because it wasn't just hard music I listened to at Audio Feed. So the antidote will bring in the softer side of the festival. You'll hear some of the lighter rock, punk, ska, and my wife's new favorite indie folk band, The Hunts. Plus, we'll speak with a few of the artists like the Jericho Harlot, Must Build Jacuzzi, and the Still Small Voice. Enjoy our final song, Crucial Taunt from Tiger Wine, and we'll see you again next week. (laughs) 